This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. Welcome in. Hello. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bob Brock. Live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. We are roughly, what is it, Bo? About a month away from the start of Jonathan Gannon's inaugural training camp with the Redbirds. And I thought, you know what? This roster has already been depleted. It's been depleted by Steve Kime. It's been depleted to some degree by Monty Austin for cutting DeAndre Hopkins. So I wanted to have a discussion with you about training camp surprises and the surprises that aren't a good kind, the cut variety for Arizona. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be short on surprises with the new regime. And I think that that's going to probably be a theme as far as who moves forward with the organization and maybe who gets left behind and is searching for work. I want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat. What's up, Chase? Han shot first. Michael, Gary, already killing it. Gary already given a couple easy, simple cuts, it would seem, for the Redbirds, say David Blau and uh, Jeff Driscoll, a couple backup quarterbacks. Yeah, we'll see about that. We we will definitely see about that. I think maybe one of them has a good chance of making this roster with the new quarterback role rule that the NFL instilled as far as having a third quarterback on game days. But yeah, we'll certainly get into that uh, on on our thumbnail. We've got Dennis Gardeck. Could he be a cut candidate? And also, who could make their way onto this roster? We did a show a couple weeks ago about maybe some moves that the Cardinals as an organization have to make. It's not just in the form of like free agents, but like getting BJ Ujolari to sign to his yeah. rookie deal, uh, bringing in a running back, potentially bringing in a veteran center. We had that conversation. I think we're going to continue that and tell the Arizona Cardinals, uh, you know, use these open roster spots. Yeah. And you mentioned Dennis Gardeck. He's in the thumbnail for a reason. And, and that's not to say they don't want Dennis Gardeck on the team, but he was a kind time signing once upon a time. Uh, after, you know, proving himself and was extended in the spring, I think of maybe three years ago, two years ago, he's been on the team for a little bit now and he's paid like a starter and he's not going to be a starter. I mean, his cap hit this year is over $5 million and I get it. The Cardinals aren't strapped for cash, but Bo, you mentioned it like on a prior show is they want to be able to go in the next spring with as much disposable income as they can. Mm -hmm. And can you really constitute paying somebody who's not an every down player? And who may see really limited, I, I'm not at practice bowl like you are, but who may seem really limited snaps defensively. And it's like, okay, then if you're getting paid $5 million for this season, you need to be one of the best special teamers in the NFL. You need to be the consummate pro, which Gardeck is, the glue guy in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, you know, you can't put a tangible number on that. I think that's invaluable for this regime. And Dennis does and says all the right things. So I don't want to start like clickbaity headline that they're going to cut Darnus Gardeck. But if you look yeah. at overthecap.com, who does a great job breaking down, you know, projected salaries for this team, he's the outlier. It's like everybody else, at least you can see a path starter, starter, all pro, starter. And it's like, well, Dennis Gardeck make him how much money? And then in turn, you cut him and you're almost getting the entirety of that contract back. I mean, you're getting about 3.5, 3.7. Of that $5 million back, Mm -hmm. he needs to show, in my opinion, when the pads come on, that he is the same impact player on special teams, a little plus defender that Steve Kime thought he was getting 36 months ago. Yeah. I mean, look, in order to make this roster, I don't think it's necessary for a guy like Gordek to to shine on special teams. I don't think his number is going to clear the way 
for that much cap, like an exorbitant amount of, of, of cap space. But you have to be realistic. Like, are you going to carry guys like guys like Josh Woods, Chris Boyd, and 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 Dennis Gardak have all made their names in this league on special teams, and and those guys are going to have to prove you can't. Like, are you going to carry all three just to play specifically on special teams? I'm sure Jeff Rogers would love that. I, I see that uh, from Jalen Blair in in the chat saying Gardak has a major support from coordinator Jeff Rogers. Um, that's Rogers guy. And, you know, if they've got this, the salary wherewithal cap wherewithal to do so, they might choose to keep him. But, uh, you know, is he going to find his way into some defensive snaps? I, I hear you. I mean, I think the path to that is going to solely rely on Gardeck shining in training camp in the preseason. And it's not a, it's not a, a matter of like effort and time spent at the right. facility and getting ready for it because he does all that. Right. And he endears himself. Like he's one of the most likable guys. He's buddies with the training staff. He's, he's buddies with the, uh, you know, the, uh, the guys that get the gear ready. He got matching SpongeBob doodles, tattoos with, with one of the, one of the equipment uh, people, yeah. one of the equipment guys, like he, people love him around there. I don't think he's going to lack an ability to get work either. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the Arizona Cardinals need to figure out like, is it worth to pay out the remainder of a three year, $12 million deal in year two of that going forward for Gardeck, who's going to primarily play special teams. Like he's going to get a chance to show maybe if he could rush the passer, but is he going to be able, does he have the size athleticism that is necessary to play in Gannon's defense and Nick Rollis's defense? I'd really be surprised if he cracked the role in this one. Yeah, you got to be long and athletic, and if not, you got to be Kazir White, who's the leader of the defense in the in the back seven, and nope. his 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 baseline defended or defensive position under Vance Joseph was edge rusher. To be an edge rusher in this defense, you got to look like Zayvon Collins. You got to look like yeah. BJ Ojolari. It just he's a spark plug. And uh, to Jalen Blair's point in the chat, it's a good one. He's he's close with Jeff Rogers, who the best thing that happens to Dennis Gardet because Jeff Rogers was retained for the, from the second consecutive mm-hmm. regime. Um, and so he's been, you know, hand in hand with him and they're going to need to see it though. I mean, Austin Ford and Gannett are going to need to see it uh, come training camp when the pads come on that he hasn't lacked that explosiveness because you've mentioned it on, on prior shows, but like he just, he has not been that same guy when he had what seven or eight sacks in that kind of yeah. 30% defensive starter season where it was like, man, what's the untapped potential with this guy? And then he blows out, I think, his knee in the process. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, is he just kind of, a, is he a jag right now? Is he just a guy in terms of his on-the-field ability? <laughs> Again, I don't want to discredit all the intangibles he brings off the field. Han shot first. Uh, Wolfley would have a nervous breakdown of the Cardinals cut <laughs> guard deck. I just... Oh, dude, Johnny. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Um, to me, it's just, it's, it's a business. And if you have big bloated salaries and right now if you're making five million bucks that's a bloated salary for the cardinals whether you like it or not you're not safe from anything and your name better be buda baker who also wants a pay raise your name better be kyler murray to to feel good and uh, uncomfortable about your roster spot if you're a kind time signing you need to be productive and it's been a couple years since dennis has been productive again i i i don't think he's going to be cut before training camp to start training camp but like Listen, if we go through two or three preseason games and, and he's a cut like toward the end of training camp, like that would not surprise me at all, especially the Cardinals are going to have, and a lot of people don't remember this because this regime has been so inactive, they're going to have the number three waiver claim through the preseason. And that mm-hmm. means that players that are cut from Austin Ford's you know, prior regime in Tennessee and Gannon's guys in Philadelphia and Petsing's guys in Cleveland – there might be a version of Dennis Gardeck on another roster that they may prefer. So it's like, okay, you can be a placeholder here for now, but yeah. we've got three to five organizations we're keeping an eye on, and we're right there behind Chicago and Houston. We're going to be able to claim some people. Well, what happens when you claim people, Bull Brock? You have to take on the entirety of their salary. And the Cardinals, they don't want to get in a courting match with teams going out in the free agent pool. It's like, no, we'll just, we're just going to claim you. And so I, I think we're going to see a lot of that to reshape him maybe the bottom third of this roster over the course of the next six to eight weeks. Yeah. I mean, it, the size doesn't blow you away. Six feet, 230. You, you say, oh, well, you kind of had an undersized player in Hassan Reddick, but he's an absolute yeah. freak. Hassan right. Reddick is a, is a physical, athletic freak. 
six one two thirty five. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. And and he was able to weather the storm for the ineptitude of the organization for three and a half seasons before they found out his right place on the defense. Where you look at Dennis Gardeck, where he was a guy that had everything had to go right. He had this, you know, claw and scratch his way onto an NFL roster uh, out of you know South Dakota State, working at McDonald's, you know, undrafted free agent to to kind of get everything and then shining on teams, right? Uh, but is he going to be able to cover? Is he going to be able to do all the things that that Gannon and, and Rollis want him to do in order to get pass rush snaps? I just don't know if he's going to even even though it's wide open, even though it's a wide open you know competition for who's going to. And, and we've got some ideas of who's going to get the chances there. And Zayvon Collins, Cameron Thomas, Maje Sanders, B.J. Ojolari. Like, is he going to be? Is he going to be able to stand out even to crack the rotation and that? And, and I'm, I'm skeptical of that. But you know, I I still do feel like if they really want to emphasize and and have their special teams as a strength because you're not like just reality facts about this roster is like where could you say their true strength is if they, if they can shine on teams they could at least have that fast of the game locked in and not have to worry about it you know set it and forget it then that might be something to take off Monty and JG's plate but you know I, there there's certainly a lot, a lot of other candidates like when when we started when I started to kind of put together my list, I mean, obviously Gardeck stands out because of the, the money he's making and, you know, what his role is going to be. Do they do they match up? And then you start to look at other guys like we saw uh, Gary said David Blau. You know, David Blau, obviously, in the conversation is going to be a battle probably between uh, the rookie Clayton Toon, Jeff Driscoll, and David Blau for potentially two backup roles uh, to Colt McCoy and then, you know, maybe maybe one beyond that after uh, after Kyler Murray comes back. And then you look at, yeah. like, the defensive line, right? You, defensive line, which was named by NFL.com, one of the biggest roster holes in the league, actually the biggest lo- roster hole. And you see Lackey Foto, where it, it, is he a guy that can carve out a spot for himself in training camp, you know, yeah. it's it's really going to be interesting to see. And I think guys who have ties to the previous front office are going to have a tough time to prove themselves in training camp and preseason. Yeah, and we already talked about Lecky Fotu at nauseum with the prior regime. And he did not play well. He was mm-hmm. a starter. And I think a lot of people correlate, well, he's, he's a, he was a starter on last year's team. How could he not make this roster? But to your point, Bo, like, he, he, he makes about a million bucks this year. But if you cut him now, post-June 1st, you save almost the entirety of his salary. Yeah. And if they go out and they say, well, this guy had better tape, he's a defensive lineman. I, I do think it's tricky because he at least is a is a body that you know can play and play snaps. Where Like Rashad Lawrence, I think we'd all agree, has a higher ceiling. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy, right? What yeah. are you going to get from you know certain veterans like Carlos Watkins, right? Can they come in and play 70% yeah. of the snaps? Like. I, I think that's the, that's the area. As much as I I don't love Lucky Fotu the player. Again, I don't. We're not trying to you know speak ill will of anybody personally, but I, I just think you have to hang on to him until a better option comes along. Whereas like Dennis Gardeck, there are better options right now already on the team. Yeah, and so it it just and he makes so much more money. I, I misspoke earlier. I said five million. It's it's four and some change, but you can save over three million dollars now as a post June first release. I'm going to tell you another name that I think we need to watch out for. And a lot Can of people might one last thought on photo real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. Is is he somebody that that was a victim of malpractice by the previous coaching staff? Maybe, you know, like maybe. I mean, there was the end around by Cooper Cup where they had him pl- basically outside, right? And it's like he's yeah. supposed to match the speed of even a running back and yeah. sealing the edge there. And it's just like, what what are we doing here, VJ? You know, I mean, was and that's just one example, but you know, he's obviously had opportunities they had him slimmed down last offseason so going into last year he was a guy that was coming in you know down some weight and they want him to limber up and be more flexible and and fast and it's like you know what are we doing here so maybe with with a better plan they can kind of harness the big time defensive end or defensive lineman that came out of utah that everybody was excited about in the fourth round in the same draft that that produced richard lawrence yeah, and I, I 100% agree with you. I, I want to see them get their hands on Lucky Foto for the, a couple preseason games and then make a decision. Um, and I, I think he's got some talent, but man, he just looks so overwhelmed. And I think unfairly, they put too much on his plate. Like as a fourth round pick, like you can't be expected to be an all pro or a, 
a pro bowler, you know, just if he ever became a starter, I think that would be a positive. And he immediately came into, a, I think, a very weak position group, especially when J.J. Watt was in there. So it's like, hey, can you play a bunch? Hey, can you can we thrust you in here? We have nobody else. And it was malpractice with that position group by Steve Kime for a, a number of different reasons, but mostly just like their inactivity. So I think it would be great to see him with low expectations come in and surprise some people. Um, wasn't his highlight, but, and, and this is Hans kind of jogging my memory on. Wasn't his highlight last year making waffles in, in the position room on Hard Knocks? Does that not say everything about this team? <laughs> by the way, it, just from last year, it just he was of, mixing it one waffle at a time. That might be a cuttable offense right there. Like, what are we I, doing? I, I blocked that out. No, it, that was enabled by Cliff. Was like Cliff saw him take the biscuit into practice and was like, "That's fine. That's normal things." Let me we just literally figure out one waffle. One waffle. We, we <laughs> you wait your turn. Points. I can't make two waffles here. Well, here's the thing. Maybe Lecky was like, well, shit, guys. We can't afford to buy food here. I'll just make everybody breakfast. <laughs> Maybe that was his mindset. They're charging for eggs in the cafeteria. Right. Lecky, I can't. you got some food we, you can bring in to make us breakfast since we don't have to pay? Heck yeah. That was probably pretty enticing. Lecky's like, oh, this will help my roster stability standpoint. Um, all right. So those are the two off the top. Gardak and yeah. Lecky Fotu. Let me give you a surprise one. And we've touched on this before, but I, I'm anxious to see how training camp plays out. I, what's going to happen if Kelvin Beecham isn't a starter? Like I was feeling like you're going to go there. Is Kelvin Beecham going to ask for his release? He could. He, he just announced that he and his wife had a really awesome video. got picked up by NFL uh, Instagram, uh, the um, birth announcement for their, their, I think they're having a side. And then, Kelvin Beecham, when the confetti goes off and it's blue or whatever, he starts backpedaling. It's fantastic. And he's a consummate pro. He's, he's fantastic, but he's also a backup right now. Because mm -hmm. it looks like, thank the football gods, Paris Johnson Jr. is going to start at right tackle. And DJ Humphreys, who's been injured, is going to play left tackle. Um, and then you've got Josh Jones, who's played both positions. Like, if if Kelvin Beecham, who, by the way, he signed a two-year contract. It wasn't a one-year. It was a two-year deal. Minimal money both years. And, mm -hmm. but, and this isn't a move that I think would, would be money related. Uh, but I think what if, what if they're just like, we don't have a starting job for you. You've never played guard before. Do you like, would he go to the team and be like, yeah, guys, I, you know, let me go play somewhere else where I think I can start because I, I, I see where you guys are going. And when you signed me, Kelvin Beecham, you didn't know you were going to get Paris Johnson jr. I think those are, those are real conversations that teams have. And you might say, well, Calvin, we need you as a contingency plan insurance. Mm -hmm. We want you to be able to rub off on Paris Johnson Jr. And if he's making good money as a backup, so be it. And the Cardinals finally have depth at tackle. But that's one where it's just like he he, he signed here and now they don't have a job for him. It's, it's The signing to me was strange at the time anyway because you had Josh Jones. Well, I mean, nothing was – it was a given as far as – I mean, we saw all the wheeling and dealing that Monty had to pull off in order to draft Paris Johnson and right. also accumulate assets. So uh, it, it was it was never a given that they were going to end up with him. And you saw the elation from the war room when they did land Paris Johnson Jr., uh, probably to the dismay of a guy like Calvin Beecham, who who thought he might have a couple. Because I think it was smart, Monty Austin, for like, this is at the end of the day, like I'm going to lock in a tackle because as of right now, we don't have anybody, and like they didn't right. have anybody once they signed Dennis Daly, who was a four-letter word coming out of Tennessee for the Titans. Like he wasn't a reliable tackle there, so it's like he was flooding the position, and he was getting guys who had reps as starters in this league just for the time as placeholders potentially. Uh, just because I mean, the future of this team is going to be draft and develop. Like Paris Johnson, BJ Ujulari, Michael Wilson, Gary Williams, they're all, they're just the beginning of this thing. Like they're going to draft and develop every premium position and beyond uh, going forward, and then hopefully extending those guys. So Kelvin uh, Beecham, as far as like what his future is, it's a great question because if you're looking at like just the overall depth chart, like it feels like it's DJ Humphreys at left tackle on the blind side, and then you've got. Uh, you've got Paris Johnson Jr. on the right side at right tackle, and then you've got Josh Jones as your swing uh, with guys who have tackle experience on the roster. I think Calvin Beecham would be your fourth best tackle. You know, they have to make the decision how many we're going to take. I mean, it's like pitching in baseball. You, you can never have yeah. enough, but like there's also like the respect factor of this guy. Like if, if somebody views him as, an, as a potential starter somewhere at this stage in his career, if he wants to go elsewhere, would they do him that kind of uh, 
solid, you know, like, Hey, do you want to go Maybe. play or do you want to not uproot your family and stick around in the desert and just right. make the money? Yeah. And this, this is an interesting point too, from Han shot first, I was texting with Jess root does a nice job for, for cards wire. Good follow on Twitter about Josh Jones and the potential, like could Josh Jones who is not starting right now, again, is that depth piece and somebody who I'm very high on and would love to see him play snaps this year, Bull Brock, is he a trade candidate? Because look around the NFL, a bunch of teams need tackles, need guys who have played before. Uh, you've got the Jets who are losing linemen and safeties left and right. I mean, he, he is somebody you could you could dangle out there depending on what the price would be. Now, again, I, I would much rather not have Kelvin Beecham and have Josh Jones. That's just me naively thinking, give, give me the younger player. But like, what if what if a team called you for Josh Jones and said, "We'll we'll give you a fourth round pick for the expiring free eight. like that"? Would that be something mm -hmm. that would interest the Cardinals, or would they rather say, "No, no, no"? If this guy can play and be the heir apparent, maybe to DJ Humphreys, we need to see that this year, and it's not worth you know diving into our tackle depth. I mean, I think it it depends on like what they view Beecham as, like how much he has left in the tank, because you need depth, right? You you yeah. don't just get you don't especially when you need your your number one priority, or at least it should be, is is protecting your top asset and Kyler Murray. Uh, you, you need to keep depth because we've seen, especially across that offensive line last season, whereas Kelvin Beecham was the only guy to make every single start, where everybody else. Yeah faced injuries and that's just a, that that's usually that's kind of the not as bad as the Cardinals faced last year but every NFL deals with injuries especially across the offensive line and it's just that's the reality of the game so you don't give up just because you feel like you have a surplus and if you want me to break that down to you like you're five I can do that but you have a surplus I think you kind of hold on to it right you, you hold yeah. on to it and, and you and you make sure that you're squared away to where by week 11 or 12, if you're staring down some injuries and Kyler Murray is back in the lineup you're and Josh Jones goes down or Beecham goes down and you're already down a starter or two that you're not having to slide Dennis Daly over or whoever you've decided to keep or who you had to sign off the street. It just, it's not, it, it, I think that if you have the depth, you hold on to it at least at that position. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, they have enough draft picks, in my opinion. Uh, and if they're going to trade players, I would rather trade older players. I would rather trade. And I've, we've talked about this. Like, could you get a pick for Zach Ertz at the deadline? Could you get a pick for James Conner late in the year? I, I'm not interested in moving Josh Jones. I think he's got too too high of an upside. Let's look at a couple more examples here, Bo Brock. You know, if you had to give me one, like, out of left field cut that no one saw coming, and it would be a shock. There's always one of those, like, around the NFL. like Yeah. And it would have to be like a starter or a high draft pick once upon a time. I've got one in mind, but I want to pose it to you first. Do you have, do you have somebody that you will like put their head around and be like, what's happening? Who, I, I, I think I know who's who you're going to pick just okay. based off the criteria that you put sure. out there. Yeah. Oh man. I, I wish mine could be as, as sexy as yours because yeah. I don't, I, are you going to let me guess yours before you do it? No, you have to tell me yours first. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you mine first. But okay. um, yeah, then you can guess mine. Okay, uh, I'm looking down the roster like crazy cut that would shock everybody. That's realistic. This like, is great, you great got, podcasting, it, by the way. You got to make a case for it. You got to. Yeah. You want me to do mine first? Oh, well, tell tell everybody Rondell Moore. Would you? It is Rondell Moore. Because <laughs> here's why. Here's why. Here's why. The, the team the team has, I think, numbers at receiver now where they feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. we, we have not identified Rondell Moore's role, and I know it's early. And he was getting a lot of targets at, and, and during OTAs. What if Rondell Moore is just not healthy and, and he gets hurt? And I'm not going to project him getting hurt, but he's been hurt every training camp since they've had him thus far. He's been hurt every year. He's played football since 2018. Um, I, now, I do think you could get a draft pick for Rondell Moore. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't think that the, the likelihood of them like outright releasing him is very slim, mm -hmm. but like, <laughs> could you, can you have a roster spot? If he goes down again, I'm going to say wasted on a guy that you just can't yeah. count on. Or would you rather say, well, Zach Pascal has missed one NFL game in five years. And he, and he's somebody that the coaching staff has a familiarity with and has had 600 yard receiving seasons. We know what Michael Wilson can do. He's, he's a darling of the new era. And then you've got guys like Hollywood Brown and Greg Dortch, who they they tendered. This regime tendered Greg Dortch. They said, Greg Dortch, mm -hmm. we want you back. They brought him back. And then you've got some younger players. And I, 
I think they're going to I think they're going to claim a receiver. I think they're going to look at the receiver wire and and try to get some additional size. They've got tight ends they like. He is just he is the opposite of what I think they want to do as an offense. He is injury prone and he is undersized. And again, mm-hmm. I'm not taking shots at the human being. We had him on during Radio Row. He's a great guy, great yeah. guest. But like you got to be big and physical to play in this offense. And that's not what he does. So, you know, but I projected Andy Isabella to be a training camp cut every year or to be traded or whatever. <laughs> and he stuck around like the Lazarus man and, and just literally forced his way, you know, onto the roster up until last fall. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I, I'm rooting for Rondell Moore. I want to be proven wrong, but he just, it's, it's, there's no more thing that's frustrating for a fan is when a player is constantly injured. Yeah, and Lance. I can't imagine what it's going to be for a coaching staff. Lance in the comments saying Andy Isabella over Rondell Moore. He'd take hey, Andy. Lance, what does Andy Isabella have over Rondell? At least he's he's a healthy player. But when and he's I, on the field, he's his impact is nothing. He doesn't impact the would, game I, whatsoever. Rondell Moore, his biggest knock is that, and again, this is can't you stay can't healthy. Me, right? You can't you can't count on him to practice. So it's like, would you rather have the player that, when healthy, is is makes an impact, or the guy who's healthy and available, but he doesn't know we how to get it. open and make plays? Neither. They're not. They're the not. Tale of two off. second round picks from Steve Kime right there. No, it's like I don't want to hear that. Don't do that to me. But <laughs> I, you I, know, I saw one. I I thought of one, and I looked up, and I saw that Jordan in the chat. Uh, he, he said. Um, Either he said Hamilton, he'd guess Hamilton or Fenton, uh, two corners. And it's like Antonio Hamilton plays like, and he practices like he's going to get cut and like he's the last guy on the depth chart. And I just, if it was the old front office, if it was the old coaching staff, I think it'd be a damn near lock that Antonio Hamilton was going to make this team. But, you know, I think that they might go with a bit of a youth infusion. He's the oldest corner in that, in that they room. They so many corners, though. It just, for me, it's just, that's interchangeable. You asked me for you know a name, I mean? and that's that's what I got. You want to? You want to? I don't like that answer. I was hoping you'd be like Colt McCoy <laughs> or somebody like that. I wanted something. I thought of Colt McCoy too, but like Colt McCoy would have to be later. I think later in the season, or if yeah. if something happens in in training camp where he just can't, you know, get it going enough to even see the playing field once once real games start, he'd he'd just have to say, "I'm done. I my body though I can't take the wear and tear." It's, right. it's too brutal, but I, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's not going to be country club training camp anymore, but I also don't think they're going to put their only real starting caliber quarterback in harm's way between now and the start of the season with Kyler Murray on the mend. And not that everything is dead money, cap savings, end all be all, but they have $37 million in dead cap right now. Most of that came from DeAndre Hopkins. They'd have an additional $3.5 million if they cut Colt McCoy. And so, and they would have been able to save most of that money had he been a pre-June 1st cut. So it's like, if they were going to cut him, they would have done it already, right? And so I think it speaks to the fact, like, he's going to be their starter until Kyler Murray's out. The only one that you can look at this entire scenario, and that's why we started with him, is, well, who makes a a good amount of money, starter money, who's not a starter, that they can save a bunch of money if they cut him? It's Dennis Gardeck. Um, And so that's that's the one I'm going to keep my eye on. Again, if none of these happened, it wouldn't surprise me. But if two or three of these happened, this is a new regime and they're going to have an opportunity to add some players. I know a lot of people think they're not going to add. They're going to add. What is that going to look like? We're going to talk about some players that they could add in the backfield here in a second. But first, I want to tell everybody, have you checked out the BetMGM Sportsbook app yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Because starting Friday, June 23rd, last Friday, you've got some time now. BetMGM players will receive a bonus bet upon logging into the BetMGM Sportsbook every Friday for the next three weeks. Claim period extends through Saturday and Sunday. You've got 72 hours, so make sure take advantage of that window and 72 hours to use your bet after the fact. So if you haven't signed up yet, use that bonus code PHNX. Now there's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our friends in Arizona, place your first bet offer and receive 1000 back in bonus bets if it if the bet loses with BetMGM. So, again, you get a little bit of insurance there. Make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to our guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. 
To claim our 21 plus to wager, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Uh, the sweet pipes of Shane Diefenbach. Dropped him off at the airport today. He's going to go Aww. be a part of the Nashville coverage for the NHL draft from our friends over at PHNX Coyotes. He looked at me when he got out of the car and he said, you're everything Johnny wanted to be from become my best friend. You are Aww. my best friend. Wow. I said, you know what? I'm That's all filled cool. up over here. I, I got a built-in best friend in my, my young son and my wife. I'm good. We can be acquaintances. We, we can be lame. pals. That sounds like <laughs> that's only something a loser would say. I feel like, <laughs> but even you know, I was a, I was available. I was the uh, I was not Rondell Moore. I was able to jump in there, get in the game, and, and get him to the airport on time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's gonna go to the airport four peaks, and he was gonna have a beer before his flight. It's a, it's one of the top rated beers, obviously. The airport beer, especially when it's at Four Peaks, it, it rises the ranks. And you got to find out for yourself. If you haven't had Four Peaks yet, go check out, of course, their OG location. 25 years young here in the Valley of the Sun, Four Peaks. They've been doing it for a quarter of, of a century. Unbelievable yeah. work that they've been doing over at the brewery. Uh, I see that they're hosting yoga. They're doing all sorts of things. They're doing a cool, uh, just a beer pairing dinner where they're going to pair yes. all their beers with different entrees it's over at the Biltmore they're big time they're at the Biltmore they're they're swanky but also they're just like you and I and you can go over there and have a pint or a couple of them of their delicious beer that they brew on location make sure you're following along at four peaks brew on Instagram that's at four peaks brew on Instagram at four peaks pub on Twitter all sorts of giveaways contests and also whenever they drop new beer you can find out about it first by following them on all their socials you got to be 21 years or older of course to drink their beer and you got to do it responsibly smart uh what else would be smart other than dabbling on four peaks and bet mgm adding to this running back group which we've talked about bull brock only right now contains two proven veterans in uh what is it james connor and then you've got Corey clement is on the team and then you've got a little bit of a wild card in keontae ingram who was back with the prior regime and so you know a lot of people are wondering like this free agent market when is it going to pick up I think it's going to pick up right at the start of training camp. And I think this is a position you mentioned a couple weeks ago. Thought you saw running back Josh Jackson, the ex uh, LA Charger, visit with the team. So I, I do believe, Bo, the Cardinals are going to add a back and they're going to dabble with a back. But the question is, which back is best, right? Mm -hmm. Which beat is best? Which back is best for the Arizona Cardinals? Let's check out some of the notable names at the position ahead of training camp. Yeah, look at this list. I, I, I'm whelmed by this list. Uh, I, I just whelmed? I just don't think, you know, they're not going to be in the Dalvin Cook running, right? He's he's probably going to go chase more money. He's probably yeah. going to go chase a team that's maybe got contention expectations. Cream Hunt, I, I hope Cardinals stay in the hunt. Ugh, I hate Ooh, myself. Nice. Guys, but, yeah, uh, get out, Ezekiel wait. Elliott, no thanks. Leonard Fournette, no thanks. Kenyon Drake, been there, done that. Jarek McKinnon, I could probably see that. Melvin Gordon, no thanks. And then Justin Jackson makes some sense as far as, you know, he he was Dave Sears is familiar with him in his times in Detroit. And he would just be, you know, a decent compliment to uh to James Conner. He's got some experience there. Uh, you know, doing as a do-it-all running back, uh, a guy that uh I, I think it just would be a, a good fit for the Cardinals. I just don't think that they're gonna be in in really in the conversation for the bulk of this list here. You don't think so? You you like what? Why wouldn't a guy like Leonard Fournette make sense for this team that wants to run the ball north and south? I I know that a lot of these guys have baggage, a lot of these guys have egos, but to me, Bo, I I think what are their options right now? Their options are we got to we got to get a paycheck this year. Yeah. I, maybe I get to go play in an offense that that features me. Maybe I get to go play in in you know sunny Arizona and I don't have to go to Cleveland or I don't have to go to. You know, Chicago, I can play in Arizona for a year. I, I don't I don't think these running backs, the large majority of them outside of Dalvin Cook are completely out of the realm of possibility. I think one more time with that list. Why would could. why would no Zeke and Fournette like playoff Lenny ain't 
there's there's no way that they're going to spend an off season ridding their their roster, their organization of egos, and then bring in guys that that have you know infamously big egos. I don't know these these guys are going to play in the NFL this year. You know, I mean, something, you know something that I don't. I mean, I don't. But the, here's eight backs that are going to be on rosters this year, and six of them are are noticeable names. Uh, I you know I think for Fournette and Zeke, it would not surprise me if the team at least looked at working them out because we're, we're past the point where people can have egos in the off season, unless your name is Deandre Hopkins. You're we're, we're about to hit July and you have a job. I, I, I think this bodes well for the Cardinals. Cause you say, well, Zeke, we could go out, we could sign Justin Jackson. We could go with internal people. The Cardinals have almost $30 million in cap space. Yes. They get to roll some cap over. Like what, what do you think it would cost to sign Zeke or Fournette? You think it would cost more than like two or three million dollars? Probably not. I mean, it would be in in those guys. You have to have somebody, whether or not you you think this team is tanking or not. James Conner is going to miss games. He's always missed games, and yeah. it's not fair to ask him to play, you know, eighty percent of the snaps. And I he's making ten million dollars, and good for him. But I, if, I can't go into this season with backups, Clement and Keontae Ingram and street free agents and practice squad guys to be able to say, okay, our receiving core is a little uneven. Our offensive line's beat up. We need to run the football. This is what the offense is going to be. You got to, you got to add another veteran. If I, I would rather them start training camp, get through start to the, the majority of, of preseason before they make that determination. Like I, I, I think they really need to find out about Keontae Ingram. You know, was he a product of uh, poor offensive scheme? Um, you know, I, I don't, I, we know what we're going to get out of these guys. It just does this list. It just doesn't strike me as something that the Arizona Cardinals need to be in the business of, you know, kicking the tires on Ezekiel Elliott. Like that, that does nothing for me. If, if they're, if they are an upstart team, right. If they shock the world and they beat the commanders and they beat the giants and they're like two and one, and then James Conner goes down and, and they're, they're, they came out of gates a little bit better than anybody anticipated then like go get somebody that's a proven back. But between now and then, like just see what Keontae Ingram's all about. Yeah, that's I mean, that's fine. I'm okay with that, but I'm also not okay with starting the year with a backfield that's that's largely unproven, especially when you didn't add a back in the draft. Like we thought they'd put an imprint on this this running back group with a homegrown guy, and they haven't done that. And so I, a lot of people are asking in the chat, like James Robinson off the table. I don't think so. There was only so many. I think that echoes my point I'm trying to make is there are, there are like 10 to 12 capable guys that people, fantasy enthusiasts know who have started games in this league. You got to go get one of them. And again, I, I just, what if James Conner gets beat up in the first month of the season without Kyler Murray mm-hmm. and he, and he's taken, he's doing like 20 to 25 carries or touches per game. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he's gone now. He has a separated shoulder. You, you need some, you got to have bodies to finish the season. You can't just trot anybody out there. The running back position has been devalued, but you mm-hmm. also can't find yourself left, you know, out in the wind with nothing to, to show for it. You got to be able to. You, get- you think Zeke and you think Fournette are going to say, oh, yeah, I want to go to the, the Arizona Cardinals. I hear they I got a new offensive scheme. They're lo- everybody's they'll hold out. For a they, it only right benefits here. them to hold out. Like training camp injuries, preseason injuries only benefits those guys. And they don't have uh, to go to camp early. They don't have to go. Uh, you know, live like it's it's football camp all They've over. They've already again. missed most of the off season. Like they, you got to be able to make sure these guys are in shape. These guys are already having to, to prove to teams that during workouts that they they got to be able to tote the rock this fall. I I, I don't know. I, I don't I, think there's any urgency from their representation to be like, oh yeah, let's go to a team with with very low expectations. I, none and, of it matters. And then they're gonna, regardless of what the expectations are, like they're not going to be the feature back, and they're probably not going to be the feature back anywhere. But why not go play, you know, Out. the RB two for a team that is supposed to contend in their division? I don't think any of these running backs. And I could be wrong. Outside of Dalvin Cook have an expectation that they're going to go anywhere and be RB1 and make good money. I think they're just literally trying to hang on and show I can still be a capable back. And you could you could even sell if you're awesome for, hey, if you are if you play well for us, we could extend you next offseason. We could flip you at the deadline, maybe Kansas yeah. City or somebody like that. Buffalo comes calling. I just... It, if, I, I, if Tony Pollard for if unfortunate if he Tony Pollard unfortunately gets injured in Dallas, the first call they're going to make is to bring Zeke back. No, I don't. I and don't. that would be a, a an immediately like he. What's that? 
I didn't they take it back in the draft? Yeah, they but he was like sixth or seventh round pick. Oh, I don't know about that. I to me it's I I was it Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn from USC, maybe. So I can't remember. Um for me though, with an offense that wants the offense is gonna run the ball like sixty five percent of the time. And I just James well, Connor, I really like I don't James. Know about that. They're gonna be I chasing really like leads. James. Yeah. I, really like I mean, Connor. ideally, he's, like he's, ideally, he's when they get started, when they when they finally get to really run this offense, when they when they can play complementary football, and I think there will be, you know, signs of it throughout this season, no doubt about it. Like, and especially when Kyler gets back, and and they can run this offense, and they can maybe come out of the gates and and, and play tight. Like, if they play with a lead, like sure, they'll they'll lean on the run, and they'll they'll. They'll try to win that time in possession and, and take the air out of the football, no doubt about it. But like, I, I would anticipate the first half of the season. You know, this is a team that's going to have, unfortunately, play from behind. So, you know, I, I think that that's that that takes away from your ability to run the football. But look, yeah, it's going to be even last season where they were throwing the ball over sixty percent of the time. It's gonna it's gonna come back to to a little bit closer to fifty fifty. Yeah. Uh, there's just too much, I think too much talent out there for the Cardinals not to pluck. And I, you're, I feel like you're dismissing a lot of these guys just because they're older and the, some of them, yes, they have baggage, legitimate baggage. But I mean, like Kareem Hunt was kind of an afterthought once upon a time and he, and run. I, I said, a, I was on, I, t- I told you, I, I hope that they were still in the hunt. It was horrible what I said, but I, yeah, it, it, it might've been a dumb, a terrible pun pun but it doesn't mean i didn't think that he should be he, i mean obviously he has knowledge of the offense he played with petsing in cleveland and he would be great but you know if if i'm a team that's needs a, a good complimentary back i think uh, as far as this list goes probably look at him first make make a call to his representation first right yeah 100 percent. james james robinson's another name I mean, there's this any yeah, of those guys that give 28, what's Zeke? Zeke's got to be close to 30, right? He's got to be yeah. 28 or 29, right? I mean, that's that's unfortunately like that's if for running backs, like you're wheeling them out into the sun, like you're 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 purying their food at that age for f- running backs. They're ancient. Yeah, for me, Bo, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, 27. I just I don't I don't want to see this team hit late October, November and have to start street free agents and running back for it. Especially when Kyler Murray comes back. Like I am thinking about if James Conner is not available for Kyler Murray, but let's say everything else is humming along and they're, they're on track. Like I, they're going to be wishing that they signed somebody that, that could help out and carry the workload literally and figuratively. I just, for the amount of money that's being asked. But th- then again, this is a, this is a coaching staff in a front office that didn't sign Joshua Dobbs for, you know, $1.2 million. So I, it's such a staple. Well, let's talk Bob. about this because I I don't get the sense that you have any confidence in Keontae Ingram to to take the RB two role. I well, how many backs do you need? This team carried five backs to start last year. Even if I like Keontae Ingram, which I do, I just Corey Clement does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. So it's so if it's just Keontae Ingram and and James James Connor, you still need another back. You I, I think you need somebody who is start unless you got a rookie in the first couple of rounds. Right. And they could learn and be the heir apparent to James. And they had top talent. You, I, I, it's to me, it's foolish because somebody put in, in the chat, like a lot of these guys are plus pass protectors. And that's one of the biggest things I have concerns about is that mm-hmm. you put Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy or whomever, Clayton Tune on an island on third down. And you're just like, go, Keontae, get out there and, and pick up a blitzer. Like that's, that's asking a lot, I think, even of a second year back in the NFL. Whereas a lot of these guys, even Kenyon Drake, some of these veterans, it's like, okay, we're not going to embarrass you on, on passing downs. You can function as an offense with us. We have shown that for other franchises. I, I just, I, again, they're going to be they're going to be looking. If they don't look yeah. now, they're going to be looking in October. I promise. Well, I, I, I'm I'm almost guaranteed that this is going to be a team that's going to add a running back between now and training camp. I mean, going into camp with just five of backs. notes or just or just a, or just a guy. I mean, I just I don't think it's going to be the top of this list. I mean, if, if it's going to be somebody, it's going to fit the profile of Justin Jackson with the with the biggest name potentially could be, I would guess, Kareem Hunt. Don't Kareem you think? Hunt. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see them going around on like a Leonard Fournette or Ezekiel Elliott. Those two guys have basically played themselves out of like 
Fournette, probably two organizations in the NZ. You think those guys' careers are in jeopardy? You think like they? No, could be I think that they'll land some. They'll land somewhere, and it's in. It'll be with a team that is is going to try to 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 make their way to the playoffs this year. But I just like when you hear Monty Osifor talk about what his vision is for this team. I just don't. It doesn't add up to like why if they sign him, like the production doesn't going to meet what potential distraction that they could be to take away from like this unified fair. front, no, this egoless team and roster that they, in, in, and just culture that they want to create. It doesn't seem like it's something that they feel would be worth to them. They're worth their And while. we talked about it earlier, the, the free agent or the waiver wire could be an opportunity to add a back as well. Um, but you just, it's a, it's a big omission. I am James Conner has been like the lone soldier from January until now. And I, if I would have put money on that, I, w- I would have I would have lost a good amount on our, with our friends at BetMGM. Hadn't had that happened this long, uh, where I do prefer to invest my money is with our friends at, at Circle K. I found my new Circle K here in the East Valley, among others, and I'm excited because it's it's America's third stop. Stock up at Circle K. Super excited to partner with them. Check out your local Circle K. Best coffee, beer, snack selection. I got a gas car that helps me save every single time I stop off. I don't want to be stuck in rural Arizona. I love Arizona. Triple digits, though, you want to make sure you're filled up. at Premium gas at not a premium price with, with my friends at Circle K. They can be your friends, too. They're going to help you out. So you can join the SMS Subscriber Club. Well, Johnny, what does that do? Well, take out your smartphone, your device, whatever you got right now. Te- <coughs> Excuse me. Text PHNX. I need... A polar pop desperately. Text yeah, PHNX to 31310 to join the SMS subscriber club to get a buy one, get one free 32 ounce polar pop. If I had a polar pop right now, unsweetened iced tea, I'd be ready to rock and roll. I'm going to go do that after the show's over. Again, exclusive SMS subscriber club. Buy one, get one free 32 ounce, the biggest they got. Polar pop, full free. Text PHNX 31310. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find the circle k's nearest to you yeah i I located my new favorite circle k uh it's better than your circle k i mean i think Mm. that goes without saying that's selfish it did freak me out though they had this new like uh cashierless checkout and it's not like the ones they have in the store at like fries or safeway or bashes wherever you do your shopping like they didn't have like where you you just run and scan your own items right you just put them in in this box on this tray. And then it just realizes which items you have. Like you just put them down on the counter and then okay. it rings you up. It gives you a total. And then you scan your, your credit card. It was, it was creepy. It, it was like yeah. at some point, there's not going to be any people in the circle K any longer. What do you, what's well, up? I need somebody to, everybody no. smiles at me. I guess I'm late to the party. I guess it's ex- Okay, so for since twenty twenty three, you're too busy being best friends with your wife and your son. You haven't joined the. Rest of the <laughs> I haven't lived life. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. You also they're haven't lived people. life they're unless you've uh, celebrated smooth sack summer. You didn't. Uh, oh, I didn't stutter there. It is smooth sack summer. It's uh, and it's time to really get in on the party if you haven't done so already. Go to our friends over at manscape.com. They have so many different deals going on. They got the performance package 4.0. They got the perfect package 4.0. How about the beard hedger pro quit? I I kid, I could have used that today. I took the beard down way too low and with, you know, all the gear from Manscaped, I can avoid any kind of incidents like that. Also any mm-hmm. more serious incidents, they're going to take care of your boys. You're not going to have any fear when you're getting yourself all groomed up there. The Platinum Package 4.0, the luxury full body grooming kit. Take advantage of all the great products that they have over at Manscaped and save some money while you're doing it as well. Use the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com and get in on the smooth sack summer. Don't miss out. Go find out what it's all about. Manscaped Dot com. You love to see it. I don't know if you love to see this, though. So uh, I mentioned Cardinals hopefully looking at some free agent running backs. But what about a free agent wide receiver? It looks like Kyrie Irving may want to take his talents to the NFL. You be the judge. This was on Twitter today. Kyrie Irving running routes. I think we've got some video here. This is Kyrie uh, Centerig. Um, look at look at uh, the point guard there. Going deep, catching a ball, and a lot of people in the comments saying, 
he could play in the NFL, but again, this is against no press coverage and uh, Kyrie working out. Uh, okay. So now we've got a corner on him and he, uh -huh. a nice slant inside. There's a little tutty right there. What, what do you think of the, the uh, X? I guess he's the like, X everybody now. Uh, current right. Dallas Mavericks point guard running routes. And why would you post this on, on social media? There's a one handed grab in the back of the end zone. That's nice. If you're looking like Kyrie is right now, making all these big time plays at the wide receiver position, you wouldn't post this on your on your Instagram. It, are these big time plays? I to me, it's just, <laughs> why is he? This is just strange. This is I. Is he trying to get a tryout? You're you're thrown off by something Kyrie Irving's doing. I guess that's now pretty he's got much double his, coverage. That's his he's thing, right? Oh, look at that one. He looked like Hollywood Brown with that. Uh, I think he's got me out there, though. Yeah. He, so he wants to alienate himself from teammates and, and take down organizations in two leagues, not just one. Is that what he wants to do now? I, I, not I just think, the NBA. I, <laughs> I want to go to the NFL. Well, he's got that guaranteed money, I think, coming from Dallas, regardless, right? Yeah. That's why he wants to stay there. So I think that's that's assured to him. So he's like, well, if I tear something, I can just right. collect my checks. Um, what's that? John Wall style in uh, Washington. But yeah, I saw that today. I'm like, I want to talk about Kyrie Irving, but I don't really have much else to say other than that. <laughs> there isn't much to he, it. He looks he looks fine. Yeah, it just do you think there's an innate kind of ego to NBA players like LeBron and company who think they could play in the NFL? And like, yeah, we've seen really athletic players come into the NFL and maybe they're just not that great at football, <clears throat> Isaiah Simmons. And these guys are freaks off the field, but maybe they're just, it's just not in their wheelhouse that they could be great when the pads come on. Can they be unicorns in the best way? Can they right. be Randy Moss? Can they be? I, I think a guy Randy like Antonio Gates? Gates gave these guys a false sense of hope. Like, Hey, he played yeah. college hoops. He didn't really play college football. Jimmy Graham. It's like, Oh, it's easy. You just have a basketball background. That should be enough. Especially at the, like the tight end position where blocking is involved. It's so tough. Like yeah. I remember they, they announced the hard knocks team today. It's the jets. And I remember when Miami was on it and they, they tried to, uh, try to switch some guy who played big time college basketball and he just got dominated. Like he, he like athletically he had all the gifts that you would want, but like the, 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 the things like as far as technique and, and really the physicality that that's demanded from the NFL, uh, it, it's just something I don't think anybody can really anticipate and, and really, uh, try to, uh, replicate without really getting on the practice field with these guys because they are so physical. Like Kyrie couldn't get open against anybody on no. like the Carl's, Cardinals lowest rated cornerback. Uh, There's no way he could get open against one of those guys. There's no chance. He just doesn't yeah. have the, it's not in his, I guess his muscle memory to, yeah. to operate like that and run routes like that. Looks good against whoever his trainers are guys who probably yeah. play JV. Yeah. But there's a physicality that just doesn't exist. I mean, the physicality that exists in the NBA 20 years ago is not prevalent today. And that's why a lot of people, you know, may have been turned off to by today's game. I still love it. But it's not what it once was. And even with the NFL no longer allowing like big time hits, like you just you have to be able to be physical. And I think that's, that's a problem with too many current Cardinal players is they're not physical or they're hurt too much. So, yeah, Kyrie Irving, we, we wish him well. I don't know what the hell he's doing. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it right now, I'm happy he's not a Phoenix Sun, I can tell you that. The, yeah. there, there was an opportunity here where they, I thought he that was going to be their move this offseason. Uh, instead, they got Bradley Beal, which I would much rather have, and Kyrie Irving can stick right. to these weird videos on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, there was other uh, not great news about the Cardinals organization, or there was just the from TMZ, wasn't that, about yeah. uh, Bid, Bill Bidwell Jr.? No, yeah. we don't have to. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can. An, an incident that went down in his Paradise Valley home involving him and his wife. I will, I'll say this, like it, it, the way that they had the headline for the Cardinals was former Cardinals exec. I mean, he hasn't been around this organization for a long, long time. Obviously, yeah. still the older brother to Michael Bidwell. But, uh, you know, it's it's an, another unfortunate headline. But this one, it really doesn't have anything to do with the organization. Yeah, you can go find it. It's through TMZ Sports. Um, I mean, the, the Cardinals, the Bidwells own this team. Michael Bidwell owns this team. Not a newsflash to anybody. We need to keep the Bidwells away from the football side of things, the football operations. The, just, And I hope that the new people they've instilled within like public affairs, human resources, 
treating people well because everything starts from the top. And I know Michael Bidwell has looked in the mirror, I hope so, this offseason. And everything that we're hearing from this franchise emulating uh, Tempe and Glendale is that they're they're trying to change their ways. But man, every so every once in a while, Bo, you just you can count on four to six weeks. It's like Groundhog Day in the spring. It's like something's gonna come out about the team. And it's yeah. just it makes you go, ugh. Can we not do this, Bidwells? Can we not do this front office? Can can people associate with this franchise indirectly or directly? Keep it together so we can we can put the attention on football and get excited about the players for once. I don't want to know any any of the execs. I don't right. want to know about their personal life. I, yeah. I want to know about these players. I want to celebrate these players. That's the most unfortunate thing. Keep them. Yeah, out you're of the not game. you're not going to hear anything unless it's bad. And it's like, yeah. can you can you just? Yeah, it's 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 just another rough story surrounding the organization in some sort of way. And it's can can you have an incident board? uh go you know a couple hundred days without incident and it doesn't feel like the the team is even capable of that even with you know new leadership in the front office and the coaching staff uh victor saying florio's licking his chops right now we might have to potentially ask him about that when he joins the show tomorrow johnny oh my god you've broken the the biggest news of the week uh <laughs> pending a last minute cancellation which we yeah. do not feel like is imminent uh, pro football talk. Mike Florio will be on with Bo and I tomorrow. We're going to ask him about everything from Jonathan Gannon, Kyler Murray, Caleb Williams holding out, not playing for the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, Mike Florio tomorrow joins PHNX Cardinals at, at 4 p.m. So if you want to get your fix and before in between, then check out gophnx.com. Make sure you subscribe. Check out the merchandise locker. This is one of my favorite tees. Nux, our guy, our mascot. Uh, become a diehard because you're going to get exclusive content like this um, throughout the course of the offseason. Tremendous articles, insights. PHNX Cardinals beat reporter Howard Balls or H-O-W-A-R-D is the promo code. Uh, yeah, it's we got a lot going on. Yeah, we do. You, you made the move, right? You're out of the cope. You're searching morefurniture.com to get your new living room dialed in, your new office. Maybe yes, get your, what are you doing? You're sitting on like a trash can turned upside down, right? I am. So I'm, still working, for your... I'm still working on my setup. So don't don't judge me too harshly. I bear like my house isn't unpacked, but I my office is coming along here in the East Valley. So yeah, more furniture. I need to hear from them soon. They they do a tremendous job. I need to reach I out. I need to hear from you. You need to hit the website right. morefurniture.com and I bet you wish they had some sort of white glove delivery moving service as well so you, so you didn't throw your back out like you did over the past week. More furniture has that white glove delivery. It's well worth it. Uh, you get it. They're going to bring the furniture, the gear to your place, get rid of all the packaging, and they're going to set it up for you exactly where you want it. Take advantage of it right now. You watch any of our shows, you'll see the beautiful furniture that we're sitting on in the background. It's all from morefurniture.com. Uh, save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head over to morefurniture.com. Let me ask the audience this. What, what do they want to hear from Mike Florio? What's their biggest question outside of why do you- Do they want to hear from Mike Florio? <laughs> <laughs> uh so jose or somebody in the i think victor's saying y'all need to turn off the comments tomorrow i think mike will will know what he's walking into the lion's dead so to speak you can't you can't come after a, a, a franchise and a fan base over the course of six months and not expect <laughs> things to get a little bit heated right i think he he knows exactly what he's getting into he, yes. he just you know he's he obviously wants to come on and and probably continue his battle against the Arizona Cardinals and the NFL, what he feels was like an underreported or he didn't get enough, uh, I guess. What, what do you want? He wanted some closure on this Gannon tampering thing. Yeah, it's not coming. It's over. It's, You're never, it's over. As soon as they agreed, Philly agreed to it. Philly agreed to compensation on draft day and they got it. And then even Howie Roseman was like, ah, that's crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. So, uh, we're going to talk to Mike and see why he continues this and 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 more. Like we'll we'll get into the conversation about you know the the Monty Osfort, Jonathan Gannon going to Norman, Oklahoma, and supporting their quarterback, and why he felt like that was going to take away from their draft prep. It's going to be wild. We will um, listen. This show, who's who's had Patrick Peterson on this off season? That's Cardinal related. This program, this show, to ask him questions. What's your relationship like with the Cardinals? Do you want to be in the ring of honor? How do you feel about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray today? We'll do the same thing. You guys want guests. You want the answers. 
we will do our best to make it happen like tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a banner day in this offseason when, when Mike Flora comes to town. We want hey, neighbor. the truth. We want the That's motherfucking right. truth, Johnny. That's all That's we're right. asking for. It's coming. It's Can coming, Flora right? even give us the truth? <laughs> He's a we just want answers. I, I What's going on, him. Florio? He l- listen. It's it's going to be a banner day for PHNX Cardinals. Tomorrow. <laughs> let's just let's just call it like we see it. It's a ban- I'm surprised. Listen, I didn't yeah. know if we were gonna if we we're gonna give the inside because we've had some cancellations on this show before. Yeah, but it feels like Mike's going to keep his word and he's going to jump on with us for sure. For sure. Yeah, and it, it, look. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a spirited debate. Does that sound lame? I think it's gonna be the the, the best podcast right? representing the Cardinals versus their number one hater, Mike Florio. It's gonna be fun. He's gonna see the end of this show and he's gonna say, "I'm out on it." But no, we we feel like he'll be here tomorrow, and that's gonna be something to tune in tomorrow at four p.m. right here on PHNX Cardinals. You love to see it. Like and subscribe. This is your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Somebody said at the top of the show. Mondays are better because of PHNX Cardinals. Oh. You're God, you're goddamn right about that. We love you all. Uh, like this video, share it around the YouTube metaverse. Make sure to tell your family and friends Mike Florio is coming to town tomorrow. In the meantime, he's Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you on Tuesday. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.